Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com slash DSO. That's betterhelp.com slash DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dad Starting Over podcast. And before we get started with today's episode, I want to get a couple of pieces of business out of the way. First of all, I write and sell books. You can find my books at dadstartingover.com slash books. You can also find my books at any of the major retailers online at amazon.com, Audible, Awesound, Barnes & Noble, and Apple Books. Look for my books titled The Dead Bedroom Fix, which is my bestseller. Now What? A Guide for Men Starting Over in Life After Infidelity, Breakup, and Divorce, as well as my book Red Flags. Lastly, I have started a members-only side to my website called the DSO Fraternity. At the DSO Fraternity, we have live member meetings, access to all of my books at no additional charge in both PDF and audiobook format. We also have Facebook discussion groups for members only. And lastly, articles and audio for members only that you are free to discuss on the website. Check out the DSO Fraternity at dadstartingover.com slash join. And now on to today's episode. Today's episode is going to be a little different. This is actually audio from another podcast called The Regular Infantry Guys. And just like it sounds, it's a podcast aimed at military men out there. And our very own Jack London, he is a meeting host and coach extraordinaire for dadstartingover.com and also an active military guy of 20 plus years. Well, he was invited to the show and he did an excellent job of promoting Dad Starting Over, the fraternity, the books. So a big thank you, thank you, thank you to Jack for that. And without any further ado, here is the audio from that podcast. So enjoy. And please help our friends out and so listen to and subscribe to the regular Infantry Guys podcast. All right, enjoy. All right, listeners, we're back. We've got a brand new episode with you. We got Mr. Jack London in the house, and he is coming on to share his story, but also what he does on the side. Um, obviously, he's a um, a veteran, or not a veteran, but maybe a, an active service member, but we'll hide his identity for the meantime. Um, but he's a great dude. I know this dude for a few years. We worked together down in Fort Benning, but he's also going to come on here and share uh, what this, he's a part of a book group that helps with men and obviously who have, you know, not necessarily failed relationships, but the relationships are not necessarily going the way that they see it should be. Um, and obviously he's going to share his story, his perspective about, you know, how he went through this and he's going to share the book by DSO that the now what, or the dead bedroom fix. And of course there's plenty of other books that he has. He's a third one, isn't it? 
Yeah, there's um, a third one, Red Flags. Yeah, Red Flags. So, again, I've read the first two books, Phenomenal Reads, DSO, the author of these books. It sounds like he's a man who's kind of had to figure it out. And I think it's a lot of aha moments, especially, you know, with somebody who's a service member trying to figure out, you know, the whole relationship cycle with a significant other and try to have that thing blossom and continue moving forward in life. Um, but Mr. Jack, how y'all are you, brother? Hey, I'm doing good, man. And thanks for having me on. Uh, everyone, my name's Jack London, my pseudonym, pen name. And I <laughs> represent a group called Dad's Starting Over. Uh, we can be found at www com, and we are not uh, veteran specific however mm-hmm. uh, we do have a large uh, American and foreign military uh, veteran um, following uh, with our group so I, I kind of before I go into my particular scenario yeah I want to cover what is dad starting over what do we do? What are the books about? What, what, what is this whole thing? And then I'll, I'll kind of go into my personal situation and how I got involved with the group and all that type of stuff. Absolutely. So the author who also goes by a pseudonym uh, as DSO or dad starting over or the dad starting over. Uh, he was a guy at about, you know, he, he had a failed marriage of 15 years and his wife cheated on him. He found out about it and went through a divorce, uh, won custody of the kids. And it, it was an absolute, like he was dealing with a, a different woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she had this affair and then just completely transformed herself into this different woman. And he just couldn't even believe what was happening. So over, you know, uh, post his uh, first marriage, he, he had a, a lot of time to kind of conduct uh, introspection and look at himself and like, where, where did this whole thing come off the rails and what can I learn about it? Yeah. And so he took that time and a little uh, by little, you know, getting on the internet, he found out that this is a very common thing that these marriages get into their, you know, second decade or whatever it is and men tend to get very comfortable in relationships mm-hmm. and uh, the long-term uh, relationship or marriage tends to go to shit because you know men let themselves go and different things like that so he began counseling men he wrote uh, the book the dead bedroom fix which directly addresses men heterosexual men and affectionless marriages or sexless marriages or marriages that are not ideal. And he wrote a couple other books after that. Now what, which deals with uh, basically what you do after you come out of a divorce and, and things like that. And then a third book called red flags that talks about, okay, before you go long-term with a woman, you need to like actually screen her and figure out who exactly you're dealing with. And especially if you're on a rebound relationship, you know, you tend to not make make the best choices and you tend to um, select a woman who is kind of like the last one, especially if you're a very needy dude. Um, So that's kind of the gist of the group in the book. Uh, What we offer as far as uh, the group, we're a, a 
we're open to the public, but we do have a members only section. I want to highlight that. So we do a monthly membership and what's included in that membership is 24 seven access to the dead bedroom book, uh, book Facebook page, which has, I mean, it literally, every time you refresh your phone, you've got a different guy posting on there. Here's my situation. And you've got 3000 plus members and growing every day of men that are either actively going through it or have been through it and are on the other side, whatever that means. Some of them ended up divorcing. Some of them saved their marriage like I did. And, um, you know, and you have the author on there and we've got multiple moderators. All of us are coaches and we offer that, uh, you know, perspective uh, all, all the time. Uh, we also have the Dad Starting Over group page, which that, that's kind of a catch-all. Uh, men in a lot of different situations. And, you know, that, that's not quite as active as the Dead Bedroom Fix uh, Facebook page, but still very active. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as what in, what's included in membership, you have weekly articles, podcasts. You have the digital copies of all three books I mentioned, which was uh, Dead Bedroom Fix, The Dead Bedroom Fix, Now What, and Red Flags. You have one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is heavily discounted if you're a member. And uh, I want to highlight that for a little bit. Okay. Uh, we have three coaches uh, to include the author who has coached thousands of men to rediscover their lives and really get to where they want to be. Uh, and I'll, I'll kind of talk about my situation, but he brought me on uh, as a coach about three months ago. Uh, to specifically address improvement and leadership and uh, finding your path and purpose as a man and different things like that. However, I, I coach on everything from dead bedrooms to uh, affectionless marriages and everything in uh, substance abuse, PTSD, all kinds of things. And then the uh, final coach, he, he is also an army veteran, actually. Uh, he served at Fort Hood for years and um, in First Calvary Division. And uh, he specializes in child custody and divorce. And if you guys know, and I, I guarantee you, uh, at least a few of your viewers have been divorced. If you've went through a child custody battle, I mean, it's an uphill battle for dudes. Uh, yeah, you can be the best guy in the world and the laws in the United States just cater to women no matter how damaged or shitty they are and it's not fair and but that that's where you start from a lot of the time and of course it varies state by state and different things like that some states are better than others and they start from a 50 50 uh child custody uh type standpoint which is reasonable and then the facts come out and who really is the better caretaker or who who should be um you know, taking care of the kids and you go from there, but he specializes in that. So we, we've got a three, a trio of coaches and, and, you know, me personally, I'm, you know, me, Rick, I'm pretty senior guy in the army. I've literally yeah. spent, I, I, I can't even tell you how many man hours coaching soldiers. And, you know, all you guys that are veterans, you guys know what that good counseling from a mentor or non-commissioned officer that you respected you know, that's like, hey, man, 
I know you're capable of this. Here's where you're at. This is what you need to do. And I'm going to help you get there. That's mm -hmm. where we come from. It's uh, that good buddy you got around a campfire, cracking open a beer with you, sliding up a lawn chair and saying, hey, brother, check this out, man. Here's the real deal. And we shoot people straight. Uh, we're not psychologists. We're not trying to get in anyone's head or pick your brain apart. We're there for plans of action and solutions. That is what we do. So just wanted to take the time to highlight that. Absolutely. Um, it's been a, a wild ride for me. Very busy dude working <laughs> with a lot of guys. We have a global audience and it's been incredible. So I'm glad you're, that, I'm glad you're on here, brother. It, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. But that, that, generally covers the membership and uh what's included again is www.dadstartingover.com and i just want to make sure i don't forget anything here absolutely. and i'll oh, be sure to I, i'll be sure to add that link to our this podcast episode whenever i post it as well please do mm -hmm. so another thing i did forget one thing that i also want to uh, talk about we do weekly zoom meetings um sometimes they're open to the public uh, those are maybe once a month uh, without membership, but the, with membership, we average about two a week. And some of them are open forum and others, like the one I'm going to do tomorrow, is on um, how women test men in relationships, uh, commonly referred to as shit tests, compliance tests, fitness testing, things that a lot of men have no idea exist. But this stuff is, you, you can find it, and it is real. And the more you recognize it, you, it's like you, you are learning a different language that is right in front of you, but you never knew existed. Oh my and then God. it all comes together. <laughs> Subcommunication. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. So you, you went down the rabbit hole, Rick. And, and, I have. And, and you've only scratched the surface of, uh, you know what what's out there and all there is to learn and really master. And what I would tell the, the viewers is there's so much Disneyland bullshit out there and men are fed snake oil from, you know, the cradle <laughs> on what to do in relationships and how to act. And we're told to be this uh, sweet loving guy and, Oh, we should, you know, treat her like she's the only one in the world and you know oh it's okay if you have a dad bod well I'm, gentlemen i'm <laughs> and, and <laughs> i'm here to tell you right now that's disneyland bullshit um and i want to highlight also one thing that we are not if uh some of the viewers are kind of familiar with this whole world we're not pickup artists uh i've studied it i i believe there are some things some good things and some bad things there uh, especially when it comes to manipulation um, being a, a bad thing when it hurts people yeah. and a good thing when it helps people or such as persuasion or influence would be good forms of manipulation. Um, we are not red pill. Uh, however, we do have some parallels in beliefs, especially when it comes to evolutionary psychology and human mating strategy we recognize that, you know, really a whole lot hasn't changed with humans. Uh, we've had this huge burst of technology in the 20th and 21st century, but we are 
human animals and there is a mating an animalistic mating strategy behind what we do and no amount of technology in 200 years is going to undo a million years of evolution it, it just doesn't happen like that you're talking about a blink of an eye in in the evolutionary timeline you know yeah so that that's uh basically the the gist of the uh website and um yeah uh, i i guess i can go into my personal yeah. story if if that's how we want to transition absolutely i'd love to hear what uh what your story's about man so um like i was saying you know i'm i'm active duty army i've uh, served in the army for nearly two decades now and uh, I served with you from 2011 to 2013 uh, down at Fort Benning, Georgia as instructors. And, and uh, I brought you to the wide world of deer hunting, which I'm very proud of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great times. So, you know, the viewers all know that, you know, mo most of your viewers, I'm sure, are active duty, retired, um, National Guard Reserves or you know, mm -hmm. from all the different branches and components and, you know, maybe others, uh, dependent supporters and, and things like that, you know, from the military community, we're all well aware of the challenges that are there with military service, especially with uh, marriage in the military. There's a common uh, theme that uh, in the Army, I, I, and I know, Rick, you've heard this, you know, mm -hmm you marry a soldier, you've married the army. And yeah. there's a lot of truth to that. It's very hard. We spend a lot of time apart, you know, on deployment, in training, long work hours, you know, a 12 hour workday is uh, a normal workday for us. Yeah. Well, it, it brings a, a different set of challenges for us than, you know, your, your nine to five guy and stuff like that. No disrespect to anyone. It, it's just a, a different walk that we have. Well, my story is I married when I was 23. I've been married to my wife for 13 years. We have three children, uh, a 12-year-old boy, an eight-year-old boy, and a five-year-old girl. And um, my wife was 21, so we were young, uh, younger than a lot uh, when we married. I just uh, returned, uh, or returned from Iraq um, a few months before we got married, we, we met a few months before deployment and dated and everything was good. I came back on R&R, &R, everything was great, but I got to really screen her and know her before I married her. Even though we were, we were physically separated, mm -hmm. it, it just worked out. And we didn't have that, that physical, um, we definitely had that physical connection, but it, it didn't really cloud everything else. It didn't cloud yeah. my judgment. Yeah. Uh, and I really got to know her. So I did, I did a good job. Well, it kind of came to a helm when I kind of bought into some of this uh, dumb shit that's out so pervasive in, in uh, society now. You know, you can, you know, I don't have to do that shit anymore. I don't have to go hard in the gym. And, you know, I'm, I'm in the army. I didn't get fat, but I kind of, <laughs> yeah. you get you comfortable. Know, didn't, I was, I was comfortable, man. And yeah. then I got into a really, really bad, uh, duty position. 
And I was the most unhappy I have ever been in my entire fucking life. And unfortunately, my family paid for it. Uh, I had had a drinking problem on and off over the period of a decade that I never fucking dealt with. And it got really bad to where I was getting blackout drunk almost every night. And I mean, Rick, I was drinking almost two gallons of Kentucky bourbon a week, which Jesus, is over a dude. fifth a night. Uh, Jesus. And it, and it was just unsustainable. Um, so my wife began to, she never really caught on to the drinking that much and never got on to me about that. But I became kind of a little bit needy when it came uh, to sex because I was like the only uh, good thing I felt, yeah. like the only good feeling I had in my life. So I became kind of needy about that. And one night I remember uh, she rejected me in bed. And I, this wasn't the first time. And, you know, we were down to about sex maybe once a week or every other week and that was abnormal for our relationship she has always had a very high sex drive and uh we, we've always had a great love life and um you know i'm laying there and i'm just like what in the fuck what am i doing wrong why is she acting like this and she was resentful she would tell me don't touch me um I need non-sexual affection from you. And I, I, I just didn't understand what mm -hmm. she was talking about, even though she was telling me clear as day. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of sub communication there <laughs> yes. too that I wasn't picking up on. So I, I'm laying in bed scrolling Facebook. It's like two in the morning and uh, the dead bedroom fix ad comes across my Facebook feed. And for the viewers, the front of the book, uh, imagine you're like hanging from a ceiling fan uh, by your back and you're looking down on top of a couple in bed. And the woman is rolled over on her side by the nightstand, finger fucking her phone. She's looking in her phone on whatever. The dude is in the middle of the bed on his back, arms crossed, looking at the back of her head like, what the fuck? And that, that's the front cover of the book. And I remember looking at the front cover, and I hate the front cover of the book, but it's so perfect. And I hate it because it brings me back to a place that I know what that feels like. And it pisses you off. You're like, fuck, why, why, does she do, why doesn't she get it? Why is she so cold to this dude? Why yeah. doesn't this dude get it? I feel sorry for him, but fuck him too. You know, you're like, <laughs> you know, because he's probably doing a bunch of dumb shit and needs, needs our help. So I, I, for 13 bucks on Amazon, I pulled the trigger and bought the book. And I'm going to tell you, I read the book in one go and it's on audiobook. All of uh, DSO's books are on audiobook as well. And through all your ma major retailers. Uh, I buy it on Amazon and, and um, I get it a couple days later. I read the book in one go and I was just blown away. It was like DSO was a fly on my wall and, and I couldn't believe how accurate and how after you read the book, it's like from a male perspective, it's like getting a kick in the nuts, uh, hearing things like, 
look, dude, if she doesn't respect you, she's not fucking you. Hey, dude, um, you're unattractive. That's why she's not, you know, yeah. uh, on top of you right now because you're being unattractive. You know, you're acting like a, a little boy and a woman doesn't want to fuck a little boy. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that where you're like, ouch, okay. Yeah. Look at what I got to look at what I'm doing. So I, I was already in good shape. I got in great shape. I uh, unfucked myself with the drinking and went on this huge self-improvement kick. 2020 has been like the, the year of Jack uh, unfucking <laughs> his life. And, you know, so I got really active in the Facebook group and everything. And uh, one day DSO sends me a message. Hey, brother, I need you to contact me. And it says, you, you've got uh, a lot of skills with counseling. You obviously know your shit. Uh, you are a DSO success story. You know, I've turned my marriage around and we're better than we've ever been. And my wife is fully aware that, you know, I'm part of the group. Hell, she knows I'm doing this interview right now. And, um, you know, fully supports it. And, um, you know, she's, she's been a great partner and she has rewarded herself and me um, by going on her own self-improvement kick and lost 25 pounds and fixed, uh, worked on herself and fixed uh, some of the flaws that, you know, she needed to address. So, uh-huh. I mean, we're, we're just uh, doing absolutely fantastic right now. So that was basically my story. Uh, DSO contacted me and I've said, Hey, how would you like to write for the uh, site? I said, hell yeah, I'd love to uh, contribute however I can. Um, knocked out about 15, 20 articles. It says, Hey brother, I need you to come on with me and coach you. You've got it. And it just skyrocketed. Uh, and I've been able to reach out to men all over the United States, Canada, uh, Ireland, uh, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Australia, South Africa. I mean, all over, man. That's crazy. It's been just nuts, dude. That is crazy, dude. Unbelievable. Well, it, it's it's awesome that the self awareness of you identifying, you know, what what you needed to get fixed. And of course, it took an aha moment, which is DSOs that book just kind of just randomly appear in your social media feed, and you order it, and then boom. Then it, it just skyrockets into a self-improvement um just long-term plan because obviously this is not a short-term this is a long-term plan and then this sparked your significant other to do the same for her and it's just more so just improving each other you know in the relationship as a whole you know this is after 13 years of marriage and it was like we went back to a place where we were newlyweds and it it has gotten better and better uh and really hasn't let up and you know i made a lifestyle change and i i gotta tell you rick i'm more happy than i have ever been and i feel more fulfilled as a man Mm -hmm. and the happier you are it's crazy how much happier your wife is how much when you're involved as a a husband as a father as a lover you know it it just it's wild (laughs) You don't yeah. even realize how good you have it until you you get there and really get in that. And that's what all men, everyone, and, and women on on this call, or, or not on this call, but that might listen to this, everyone deserves that. 
And that's what I want for everybody, especially our veteran community. You know, you guys have went above and beyond to make the world a better place and, you know, serve the United States. And you deserve to be happy and fulfilled in your life, just like everyone else. And Mm -hmm. that's what we want to give back to everyone. And we want to get you there. We want to work through the problems and, you know, get everyone there. Yeah, it's making the change. Yes, it's difficult to start at first, but it's not impossible. And, you know, with other podcast guests I've had on, we had conversations for is, you know, just changing just different things apart, different parts of their life to self-improvement, being 1% better every day. And once you do those small things, everything else will kind of just compile on top of each other. And you'll notice these significant changes that are affecting your self-esteem, your self-confidence. And it's allowing you to be more of a confident individual in society, especially when you make the transition and then as well as relationships with your, with your girlfriends or future girlfriends or wives or, or whatnot. Cause now you have everything together. You have your mental health together. You have your physical uh, features together as far as fitness. You're looking fit, Jack and tan brother and yeah. everything, everything just intertwines, you know, now you have the tools. Now you, the tools are, of course, things from DSO's book. How can you be a better person now? How can yeah, you- and, and Rick, I, I want to highlight something real quick. You mm-hmm. know, the, the title of the, the room, or the title of the book, The Dead Bedroom Fix, is a circle hook of a title. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. meant to hook you on something men want to fix, which is sex and their love life in their bedroom. But the book is so underrated and it really is a men's uh, self-improvement guide on how to have the best midlife crisis possible because (laughs) everyone is going to go through some deep shit, whether it's in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, or their 50s, where they're going to have this moment where they're either going to rise to the occasion or they're going to tank. And I've seen a lot of veterans that don't make it out of that. But unfortunately with, you know, PTSD and suicide, you know, highly prevalent in, in our uh, demographic, you know, in in relationships, I, I can tell you right now, I've had two soldiers that had failed marriages or failing marriages that got really drunk one night. And this is Mm -hmm. actually when I was stationed at Fort Carson, I had two, uh, two soldiers from two different units. I was in same set of scenarios. Very decisive guy, owned firearms, no problem with it. Um, you know, gets really drunk, has a, a fight with the old lady or whatever happened. Yeah. Some, and, and they go drive under a bridge and blow their brains out. And yeah, th- this is the type of stuff we can help address. There, there is more to it. And, and I, I really believe, and I'm sure if we went through all of our, our um, audience that we cater to, I guarantee you we've saved a life somewhere. In fact, we did talk with uh, one guy recently that, you know, was suicidal. And I, I can't say definitively that we talked him off the ledge uh, single-handedly, but we got him help. I mean, th- this is a community of men that is committed to helping each other out and making a better making families stay together if that's in the cars or 
getting men to where they need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see just the, how it inundates someone to proceed and have those, those, those negative instances of, you know, hurting themselves, unfortunately. And, you know, I guess relationships are, you're, they're like your brothers and sisters who you serve with, you know, they're, they're the part of the family. And whenever you feel like that person is, you know, obviously leaving or, you know, things are not going right. It's a lot of frustration. You know, we, we typically as, as veterans, we, we use a lot of anger to hide our emotions. Um, cause that's how we deal with pain and loss. And, you know, sometimes that affects our loved ones in that relationship. Um, but it, it, it's going back to, okay, how do you, how do you read, you know, how do you, how do you communicate with your significant other or understand that subcommunication she's trying to tell you? Um, and it's just a matter of kind of reframing that mental, that mental, um, mind or framework up there as far as what you're, what she's trying to, what she's trying to say, and then how can you provide or do things that will better yourself and then her as a whole and in the relationship together. Um, and it's really about your, your outlook on life. Like it what I, I literally, Rick, um, I, I've thanked the author. I don't know how many times, um, but me, I, I don't hang on people's every word normally, mm. you know, and you know, yeah. you, you're, you're around generals every now and again, and these big <laughs> yeah. public speakers and orators, you know, and, in the army and you know you're you're around some big wigs that can talk the talk and and you have those mentors that really can say some profound things that really ruminate in your brain and cook in your brain for a while and that was what the book did to me it, it really it really made me reevaluate everything about myself and then I realized man I'm not that far off I'm in good shape I'm a good looking yeah. dude. I've, I'm on my path and purpose. You know, I, I'm a soldier. I, I'm an entrepreneur. I've got all these things, these doors that open up for me. And man, I'm really not that far off. I, I need to tweak a few things yeah. and, you know, not, not be focused on so much on, you know, needing sex from her all the time you know yeah. and, and get busy quit yeah. quit you know begging for scraps yeah. and go get busy and and have fun live your life and and just these very general concepts uh you know the the one thing i i love to talk about and this is in the book a little uh spoiler alert but i'm sure that you know every all the listeners have heard this at some point. Happy wife, the fallacy of happy wife, happy <laughs> life. Yes. Uh, or that yes, dear mentality. Um, you know, that when you get into that mindset, it is very emasculating. Not that, and I don't want the women that potentially may uh, hear this to think about this the wrong way. It's not it's not all about making you happy is the point of it. The dude matters too. His happiness matters too. And the more you try to do every little thing to make her happy, it's almost, it is in a lot of ways counterproductive. Yeah. It, it really is. Uh, she is, she is up on a pedestal mm -hmm. and if she is up 
on the pedestal, she gets to look down on you. Mm-hmm. And some may think that's uh, misogynistic or sexist. Uh, it's not. It's just the way it is, yeah. uh, you know. And most women uh, want a rock of a man that they have a high degree of respect for. And nothing we put out there talks about mistreating women in any way. Quite the contrary. But it also doesn't, uh, we don't advocate for making her the, the single thing in the dude's life. <laughs> that, that's not yeah, it either, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that's um, how she gets. That's how she gets bored too, and then she that's just how, starts doing exactly. other stupid shit. Yeah, and, and you know, we we focus on the man first, yeah. and and I want everybody to understand that we don't women woman bash, even though there are plenty of very damaged women out there. There are plenty of very broken, damaged men out there. In fact, the the ones that hell, I was one, you know. And, and I had to get through my own bullshit to be effective as a man, you know, coming from the dude that is now, now a coach coming from the author, you know, we were all yeah. wounded at one point. Yeah. It doesn't matter when you're the dude or dudette that is making the self-improvement. It's about where you're going, yeah. you know? So it, 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 we don't woman I, bash or anything like that. That's not what we're about. Uh, we're, we're not talking about inherent flaws and, and genders or anything. Yeah. It's all part of mating strategy. It's the way we're designed and the way we think. And it's, it, all in all, that's a good thing because it keeps the human race on the planet. Yes. Uh, if, you, if you look at it deep down, that is what it's meant to do. Make more people. And again, it's I like it. I like the message of it because it shows resilience. It shows that okay, yeah, we were damaged at one point in the relationship, and this is what we had to do to move forward and, and better ourselves. You know, again, that's going back to this is applies to everything in our life, and I like how especially on his uh, DSO second book. Now, what by the way, I got done reading it probably like a week ago. Um, I still didn't get the third book, anyways. The red flags. But I like how he puts the breakdown. Okay, now that the relationship's over or whatever, so what's the next step? You know, so how do you pick your the pieces up from there? And he kind of explains, you know, how succeeding in relationships in the future, but also like focusing on you, you know, keeping busy, being getting hobbies, doing things that make you happy, uh, putting yourself first as usual, uh, and then taking care of your body. You know, again, that's physical fitness is huge and. You know, again, no girl wants to know dad bod. I'm sorry. Like, it's just, you know, all TV and media will say that the dad bod's in, but I, I call bullshit. You know, I can Dude, tell you this you, right you now. You can get on YouTube. <laughs> and, and I would challenge all the readers, get on YouTube and look up dad bod versus fit guy. Yeah. And you will see some of the most, <laughs> I, I mean, just out and out lying yeah, you can tell by their body language. Yes, and it's crazy. If you look at, and I'll I'll just highlight the physical fitness. Um, unfortunately, a lot of veterans get out and they completely let themselves go. It's, it's and it's unfortunate. unfortunate. And I was guilty of that though, so I'm gonna say it, that I was guilty. Yeah, and and it yeah. happens, man. It I'm happens. Not it does. Anyone? No, absolutely not. Know? I'm just saying it's it's easy to to get comfortable once you get in society. You're like, oh, I'm not. A, I'm not active duty. I'm, I'm not, you know, on deployment orders. I'm not yeah. mobilized. I don't have to be yeah. uh, fit. You know, I can, you know, relax and, 
yep. you know, you grow out that beer belly and, and <laughs> not lift a finger and oh, calorie okay, dense foods, shit food. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that, especially if you're a single guy and you're wondering why women aren't attracted to you. Well, mm. it doesn't look like you have good genes, dude. It's part <laughs> of, you know, and, and I'm not trying to be a dickhead here, but it literally, uh, we think that women aren't so superficial and in a lot of ways they can look over physical flaws in men. Mm-hmm. However, uh, there's something that uh, makes women a little more flirty and a little more open when Absolutely. that guy that takes is well-dressed and uh, looks the part you know, it's physically fit that comes in the room. You, you have a confidence that the other guy doesn't, you automatically get respect from women and, and men, Mm -hmm. and you're more dominant. Mm -hmm. You you come off as a A type dude and it can, you know, swing things in your favor more often than not. And a lot of doors will open up for you in the way of jobs and other things. I mean, when you look the part, and yes. you can't let yourself go. I, and I have a countless friends of mine. They're like, oh, I've got all these injuries and all this shit. Hey, brother, figure it the fuck out. How about that? Yeah, Fig- do, do what the army trained you to do or the military trained you to do. You know, they got you up for a reason in the morning at the cracked ass to do PT because you, it puts you on the right path for the rest of your day. You've already accomplished the most important thing you can have as a soldier being disciplined and physically fit, you know, and, and all the, the rest of the stuff is icing on the cake. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? and, and you should be able to apply that to the, to your life on the outside. We should be in better shape than we are and be the example for the civilian populace around us. Like, Hey, this is, what a successful dude does you know i can speak personal experience when it comes to you know once i started dropping the weight and i started just getting shredded and jacked man like i my self-confidence skyrocketed it was like i was back in the army again and i would literally like even when i'm at work you know i just i just feel like a confident you know dude who just walks down the halls and you know i say hello and i shake people's hands and i'm very firm i like make a lot of eye contact and I think it's helped open doors for me as well at my current place of employment. So I think it's, it does, it helps, you know, it works because you, you look good, feel good. You know, the old army adage. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you know, the other thing, Rick, uh, when it goes back to women, you know, women generally are very attracted to that rock of a man. Now I'm not saying you need to, they don't want a reckless dude that gets into bar mm-hmm. fights every night and involves no. himself himself and dumb shit that is going to get him locked up or dead you know that's not what women want but they want to know that you know instinctually women want to be protected they want to know that you can protect yourself they want to know that you can protect her and your potential offspring in your home and your you know investments and all Mm -hmm. that type of stuff it translates to physical security financial uh, you know general wellness in life they want that and uh weak men uh, can't provide that they they and that's part of it you know you have to be a provider but also uh being physically fit is very much a lover attribute you know you you need to find that middle ground (laughs) you know middle ground to be to be quite frank you know she's gonna look at 
you know, the dude that looks at, uh, like chewed up bubble gun, man, maybe, <laughs> you know, and the dude that, you know, looks like a freaking Greek God. And who do you think lays the pipe better? You yeah, know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's as simple as that, man. Um, exactly. And we pretend like women aren't as superficial. And again, I, I touched on that. They're mm-hmm. in a lot of ways not, but there are some undeniable things that come with being a holistically attractive man. And that you can, it, looking at it from a five senses, you can see further than you can smell, touch, taste, any of that. Here, you know, it, so you're across the bar or wherever you're at, yeah. you know, they can see you're well-dressed, you're kempt, you're physically fit. A lot of, come, a lot of attraction is built just on that stuff. Men are obviously more visual, but mm. you come up looking like, you know, squared away as a bag of donuts, you know, <laughs> you know, you're, 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 uh, you're, the odds are not in your favor, man. When they're, uh, no, they're not. When the dude uh, who's well kempt comes up and does the same thing. So, yeah. but yeah, physical fitness is very important and it's why we put it, you know, and, Again, a uh, little teaser into the dead bedroom fix. We put it at the beginning. And also mm-hmm. because it's the easiest thing to change and the thing you can control. You mm-hmm. control what you put in your body and you control what you do with your body. Mm-hmm. Flat out. That's why it's number one in the, the self-improvement uh, continuum, I guess you could say, or priority list. Yeah, yeah. And that's good because, like you said, it's the internal factors, again, that you can control and that entails either going to the gym and, and just getting jacked and fit or just getting fit overall or, you know, finding hobbies that you enjoy doing woodworking, maybe uh, some fly fishing, um, lures you make by hand, help baking. You know, all these skill sets are internal that you can fix right now. And I love how he mentioned in that book. And then the external factors, of course, would be, you know, from then on you know, that can apply as well to that next relationship or that relationship that you're currently in. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, man, it's absolutely. I, I, I love, I love the whole mission behind it, man. It's, it's just, I don't know, man. It's again, it's an eye opener. It's, it's one of those books where you know I've read self help help books before and stuff like that, and you know some things I take, I take piecemeal of things here and there. But this book by DSL was, it was definitely a, a game changer for me as far as what I need to do for myself. You know, I think I have everything figured out. You know, I'm already addressing my stuff internally. And now that the fact that it's like, now I can see what I need to do in, externally to fix, you know, future events down the road. You know, the, the great thing about the book, the most attractive thing to me in, in all three of his books is the language it is written. Yes. And yes. It, it would, and obviously English, but uh, mm-hmm. the, the tone. I it's should the say that yeah. it, it is very much uh, militaristic and <laughs> it, it, it is very much like that good buddy that, uh, you yep. know, always, and we all have, hopefully everyone, you know, listens to this, has their, that friend that mm-hmm. when they need a no bullshit answer, an unfiltered, no bullshit answer, uh, Hey, where am I fucked up, man? Yeah. They know that dude at one 800 real truth. And they're going to call him, and that dude is going to set him straight. 
that is what the book does. It, it tells it in very blunt language why you're having these problems and gives a very simple roadmap uh, for the five common mistakes that men make in marriage and, yeah. or um, in long-term relationships. And it gives you the simple fixes to do it. And what's crazy, I, I'm actually um, about to have a, a coaching session with a psychiatrist, a freaking oh, wow. psychiatrist who has read every, you know, college educated, has the master's in psychology and <laughs> has come, uh, you know, ha has a marriage that is not what he wants, read the book, uh, liked what I, I had to say in my, my coaching profile and everything. You know, mm -hmm. you know me well, Rick, you yeah. know, I, I shoot it straight, man. Yeah. And uh, he, he has a, a relationship that's not going the way he wants it. A college educated psychiatrist. Yeah. And, and I can't wait to work with him. And, you know, he, he even said, I've read about every relationship book you can think of, man. And one of the things that I personally have uh, felt in a lot of the other marriage and, and different books and, and a lot of the, the marriage counseling they, they put a lot on the guy and mm -hmm. yeah, there's a, you know, men need to shore up on a lot of things, of course, but they focus on over communication and not all communication is good. You know, it over, you know, emotional vomiting to your wife, you know, she, yeah. there, there's a healthy way to do it and there's an unhealthy way to do it. You know, uh, coming to your wife, like she's mommy, with all these problems, men, uh, women have enough of their own problems and they True. don't need man problems too. True. Um, there's a difference between that and then a major life crisis. Hey babe, I'm going through some real shit right now. Here's my plan to get better. I need you to support me. Huge difference in yeah, that and absolutely. those two approaches. And with a lot of these books out there, they, have some good advice. I'll, I'll pick on uh, men are from uh, Mars, women are from Venus a little bit. I read that book years ago, and there are a lot of good things in it. In general, it takes two, you know, love languages, all that type of, of shit. It's all good, but it has a very emasculating tone in it that I don't appreciate, and I don't think any man appreciates it. Anytime you feel your ball shriveling up, <laughs> and you feel like you're not a man that is emasculation and you need to turn 180 degrees and walk the other fucking direction because you shouldn't feel that way ain't that the truth you know it and a lot of those books uh have that tone and it turns a lot of men off to where you're you either listen to it and act more like a bitch or you know you just shut it off because it doesn't feel good to you which is probably the better of the two answers pick, you know, what you can pick out of it. And then, uh, the rest of it, no, nah, I don't really like that. And, you know, uh, let it be. Yeah. We don't yeah. do that. We're not, no. telling you, we are telling you to be a man because that is what you're put on earth to do. Yeah. We're not conditioned be to be man. that fucking feminine. <laughs> a, a heterosexual woman does not want to be married to another woman. They want a fucking man who acts like a fucking man. And, you know, as much as society will tell you, oh, you need to be 
this way or that way. No, you need to act like a fucking man. Uh, you need to not neglect your duties. You need to shore up and be that husband, that uh, boyfriend, that that uh, long-term partner that she deserves, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we need to teach our, our boys how to do that and yeah. retake the culture back, really, is yeah. what, what I, the long-term uh, effect I would love to have is get this to where we're acting like we should be acting and, you know, fighting, getting our culture back, really. Yeah. And not I, to go all you, political on you. It's definitely no, not no, politically... No. It, no, I got gotcha. you, uh, but it's 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 just the truth behind it. It's and men are soft. Men have gone soft. You know, they've their ideologies, their their way they their appearance, and the way they dress. It's just there's some sort of trans there's Rick, some sort of transformation punches, happening. Man. Oh, there's it, a transformation it, happening in society that it's 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 definitely becoming detrimental to the the male species. I'll, and of I'll course, tell all the the listeners this right now: as a man, if you can't look in the fucking mirror and say we're one calamity away from uh, being in the goddamn ice age or some shit where I'm going to be wearing <laughs> animal skins and hunting with uh, <laughs> flint on sticks. Yeah. If you aren't going to survive that shit, you need to take a deep look in the fucking mirror um, yeah. because me, I'll, I'll be gaining a lot of weight and yeah. wearing a lot of uh, pelts on my body. Uh, there's some <laughs> shit and work you got to do. And yeah. I'm not saying, oh, you're not a real man if you don't hunt. No, you need no, to it's have like that. Yeah. man skills. You mm-hmm. need to have dude stuff. And I'm a big proponent of lifelong mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. and being a renaissance man. Yeah, you know, yeah. know a lot of shit about a lot of things. You're going to be proficient at quite a few things. You're going to have a conceptual mm-hmm. knowledge of even more things. And you're going to have a true mastery level yes. of, you know, a handful of things. And, 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 and it's going back to the provider aspect. A provider does not just mean monetary when it comes to providing for your family, your wife, you know, to have a, a live a happy life. A provider also means having those skill sets as you mentioned of how to provide for the family in the case, you know, there's maybe the power goes out. What's the next step? Water's out. Well, we need to go hunt to, to feed the family because of whatever, you know, some cataclysmic phenomenal happens where an asteroid comes or some shit. But just some stupid, just being able to be a man. It's like, okay, I could do this and this because I have these skill sets that I've learned so I could provide for my family. Well, you know, men are not, and I'll kind of go back to the, you know, the advent of all this technology, the internet and all, all this technology that's out there. And it's only going to, increase exponentially that doesn't negate all the basic skills that men should have and not that women shouldn't educate themselves to absolutely all mm-hmm. all of that but men have to be dangerous you have yeah. to get back and you know look at all the look at all the icons we have in the movies and things like that they're all dangerous men in one way or another, whether it's the corporate boardroom, yeah. whether it's your James Bond or, you know, uh, whoever. They're all dangerous in their own right. Uh, we're meant to be like that. We're not meant to be in the cube farm, locked <laughs> up in a little cubicle. And, yeah. you know, men need that to be doing the adult version of conquering things and penetrating time and space and and things like that 
Um, and that's how men gain respect and power and confidence and, and all that stuff. And we're, when you truly are on your path and purpose, you're doing that in your own way, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it. you got to get out there. And that means, you know, doing exactly what you did as a young man, as a boy, you know, getting out and conquering whatever jungle or environment you're in. Mm -hmm. And some mm -hmm. may take offense to that. I don't know why, but it's, it's <laughs> fucking true. It, it, yeah, but the ha you will be your the most happy you can be yes. when you are always on an adventure. Yes. Uh, you know, life is meant to be lived dangerously. Yes. Don't put yourself out there. Put yourself out there and learn new shit. Experience new shit. Stop being, going through this vicious cycle of, you know, once you transition out or you're out. And you're just doing the same shit over and over. Fucking just venture out, do some shit that you would never thought you would do in your lifetime. Comfort's the enemy, man. And, and that's hey, one dude, thing I want to leave the readers with or the, Absolutely. the listeners, the viewers here. Comfort's the enemy and get out and try new things and start living the way you want to. And that's what we're about. Uh, if I had to boil it all down to what our group is about and dad's starting over is men, heterosexual men's self-improvement. Nothing against anyone. It's yeah. just the, the demographic we cater to and where we specialize in. And that, I, I mean, that, that's it in a nutshell. It has uh, the dead bedroom fix, has a catchy title. We, we address the issues in relationships and it, you, you sit on one Zoom call and I, I, we covered everything from relationship <laughs> issues to uh, PTSD today and all, all kinds of other things. You know, I'm, I helped a guy out with uh, some of the PTSD issues he was having. It's a great, great medium, a great community of men that have all been through the same thing and are trying to improve themselves and are a little, little bit by little bit, one step what, at a time. Absolutely, man absolutely and you can find a dead bedroom fix on amazon right and then the website is yes it, uh, the website is uh www.dadstartingover.com and there's a public uh version of it and you can get uh coaching through the public uh channels and, and we do have uh uh the public podcasts and you can go right on uh apple you can hear my story about jack london um, mm -hmm. and the other coaches and, uh, the dad starting over, uh, success stories and they're, they're starting to rack up now. Mm -hmm. And, um, we also have public articles and, uh, yeah. all different things like that. And then you have an entire library of resources when you become a member and we are adding more and more capabilities by the day, um, more resources out there, more, uh, little perks to, make the apple just a little bit juicier and give the the members more bang for their buck every day yeah absolutely if you go to the dad starting over website go to the very bottom you can see where you can purchase the dad uh dead bedroom fix uh either pdf mp3 so i bought the mp3 version and i thought it was great and hilarious i tell you what it is a it is a man's book like again it's like that that buddy who's real good friends with you is giving you some piece of advice and that's how it was like you know, it was kind of just read through the, uh, the auto book and as well as reading it. So I highly suggest you get either, or, you know, you're not going to go wrong with either. I bought the PDF slash, um, not the hard copy, but the, the, uh, 
the digital book so I could take notes and stuff. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's legit website, coaching books, podcasts. I see all the articles here. It's pretty straightforward. It's you're going to have fun. Definitely uh, reading this book is going to make you laugh and snicker. And it's going to be a reality check too. You know, it's going to be like, yeah. Oh man, that's just definitely me. This is what I've been fucking doing. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, Rick, and I, uh, I know we got to jump off here in of course. a second, but I want to leave everyone with this. I would never, ever advocate for something for veterans or anyone else that I haven't used. And it went from everything from when I was running a gun shop. I would yeah. never advocate for a, a, a firearm that I wouldn't personally own or didn't own or wouldn't own or haven't used and didn't like. Uh, I, I would never, especially to the veteran yeah, community, true. I would never peddle some bullshit to any of the, the viewers here. I, I simply refuse to do it. This was the, that $13 investment I made for the dead bedroom fix um, was, was the best $13 I've ever spent. And in retrospect, if it cost me $1,300 uh, to get what I got, uh, I would a have absolutely done it. Uh, I would, I would do it right now. Absolutely. Uh, to get the happiness I have and really unlock who I was meant to be. Um, I, I would urge everybody come over, check us out, check out the website, buy the book. $13 isn't much for you to get back mm -hmm. your life or mm -hmm. to fix your marriage or to get out of a bad relationship. Uh, yeah, in absolutely. the book, we talk about that. You know, in that, uh, that, that's part of the book. So not, not everything is meant to be. And, you know, we acknowledge that. So, mm -hmm. you know, come check us out at www.dadstartingover.com. If you don't know where to go, log in, get it, or not log in, but if you become a member, log in. But yes. hit, hit us, shoot us an email. At, uh, you can shoot me an email at jack at dadstartingover.com. I'll answer any questions. Or if you'd like to talk to the author directly, DSO uh, at dadstartingover.com. And we'd be happy to answer any questions you might have and uh, you know, help you out with whatever we can. It's fucking awesome, brother. I definitely appreciate you, Jack, DSO, and all the rest of the crew uh, taking care of our, these men, you know, all of us out there. We need it. You know, we, sometimes we need some guidance. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that, helping each other moving forward in life. So I definitely Absolutely. appreciate you all for sure. Well, Rick, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'd love to uh, do it again uh, sometime in the future and uh, have another chat and maybe focus it on um, something a little bit more juicier or whatever. But uh, we'll stay in touch and for the, the future. Of course, brother. You're always welcome on this podcast. All right. Well, have a good one, my brother. All right, man. All right. Later. Later. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads 
or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood. But none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.